if you want to take a position, whether it's in sports or in business or whatever, you have to do whatever it takes for that position to be yours. What? So if I want to be the best entrepreneur, I need to do everything possible to make it so it's nobody else's. It's my job. It, nobody else can take that from me. Everything is possible. Just hustle. Just hustle. The Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, where we keep it real, I state in entrepreneurship wisdom. Learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Here's your host, Billy the Kid, aka Billionaire. Everything is possible, just hustle, just hustle. Everything is possible, just hustle. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby, where you're going to learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. It is your boy, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. BDK, a.k.a. Billionaire in this mug. And uh, if you're not ready to take your life to the next level, do not hit play on this podcast. That's how we're doing it, plain and simple, no filter. Uh, all the conversations we have are uncomfortable conversations that most people don't want to have. They don't want to hear it. And if you are most people, if you are in the 97%, then this podcast is not for you, baby. Otherwise, hit play. Um Today, man, I just got off interviewing somebody that uh, I respect a lot, uh, somebody that I have been around, and this dude is is just a humble individual who is working his butt off to do the best that he can. He has taken uh, his shop from nothing to growing it into a shop that is not to mess around here locally in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we're going to get into i don't want to give you too much but uh you know and, and i'm very proud of him he is part of the mastermind he is part of the get uncomfortable family man the get uncomfortable mastermind that we we run we meet every thursday guys those of you who are interested if you're interested in joining the mastermind info at billy the kid um we got one spot open man uh, i'm trying to keep it small so if it's something that's interest that that's uh you're interested in just hit hit us up info at billy the kid and joe uh, has done that. He he got in the mastermind and he never left. Also, as soon as I opened some spots in the one-on-one, he was the third person that joined. Man, he he jumped in and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, you know." And and uh, as soon as he he saw me opening another spot, he jumped right in. Um, and since then, man, uh, he has. You, you could see his growth, uh, and that's what the most thing that I'm proud of is. You could see his growth. Uh, you could see. Even just the branding of, of the stuff that he's doing in social media, you you know, if you if you look back from the beginning to now, man, his growth has been amazing. His, you know, he has you know his own brand going now, um, and then he's expanding into different hustles. He's done some real estate stuff, and we we touch a little bit about that today. Um, but with that being said, anybody out there interested again in the mastermind info, I believe the kid also. Uh, by the time this comes out, it should be 2023 already, man. So uh, it's crazy. Um, if you're interested in doing the one-on-one coaching, I'm opening three spots for the one-on-one coaching. So if that's something that you're interested in, info at Billy the Kid so we can get you signed up. Uh, and just uh, I, I like to do a quick recap of kind of like the you know the stuff that we talked about and. Uh, one thing that I was very mindful of that uh, we touched because Joe reminds me of myself because, uh, you know, there, there's this balance, right, of like, okay, be yourself humble, like don't get cocky and all that, right? But at the same time, 
uh, earn that confidence back because maybe somebody shut your confidence down in the past. And it's something that has happened to me. Not that I wasn't confident. Thank God I've always had that confidence. But at the same time, you know, whoever you have around dictates how much that confidence can grow. And it took me a long time. And it's something that, you know, I, I said on there that it took me a long time to understand that in order to fully embrace my worth, I had to first let go of those who did not value me. And it's something that we talked about on there because Joe reminds me of that. Um, you know, there's that balance, but you could feel his confidence, man, uh, from, you know, the first few conversations that I've had with him up until now. Uh, you definitely see the growth. So, again, super proud, man. Um, anybody interested in lending, uh, hit me up for real estate, uh, any construction work locally. Let me know uh, concrete uh uh, literally everything. And, and that's one thing that uh, I was very mindful of. You need a roof or concrete for a foundation and then everything in between electrical. Uh, you know, we, we have the full team ready to take your project to the next level, drywall, finishing, uh, painting, flooring, anything that you need, hit us up. Um, with that being said, I think I am ready to dive into Joe P L F G let's freaking go baby. So here is Joe P from Nebraska Auto Detail, baby. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby. It is your boy, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. BDK, a.k.a. Billionaire. And I'm excited today. I have somebody very special, man. Somebody who's part of the Get Uncomfortable family, Joe P. LFG. How you doing, man? Doing good. Joe P. LFG here. Let's freaking go. Love it, man. I love the energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to try to bring it today. Love it, love it, man. Uh, I want to start off there. We're gonna touch a lot of subjects today, but uh, the first thing I want to ask you is: Is there a book that comes to your head that has changed your life? Uh, and it could be an old one, newer one, whatever. Yep. Uh, the first one that just basically quick decision with me would be the rich dad, poor dad, uh, that changed my mindset. You know, I was already pretty deep in my business, but you know, I think year three and then someone said to read that. And I, I did that and it just kind of changed, you know, the direction I wanted to go with things. Uh, so that's the one off the top of my head. Um, and then the one that's, I've been actually reading like the third time now and within a year would be the think and grow rich. Uh, there's multiple gems in that book. Uh, it's something that I, I read at least two or three pages minimum a, a day, honestly. And it's just like watching your favorite movie time and time again. You pick up something new every single time because uh, I I think personally I get distracted on one thing and like I'll keep reading, but I'm not really dialed in. So I think it's been very beneficial to just continue to focus on that one book. So I, like I said, about three pages a day uh at minimum so it's definitely my number one book man i it, it's literally something that i know you mentioned before you read it now every day and it's something i do even if it's a page or two or you know a chapter whatever keep keep that going up it's been about a year since the last time we did a podcast or over a year so i want to tell you that i'm proud of your growth man like you you could see the growth that you've done even since then and and obviously if you if you're not growing then there's an issue going on but mm -hmm. um with that being said i know I, i'm gonna ask you a few questions just about, about the, the mastermind, mastermind overall because you 
you've been part of the mastermind they get uncomfortable family man and mm -hmm. and you're definitely a big piece so i want to thank you for yeah. for taking the chance from the beginning man and you never left right so, yeah uh and also within that you actually did the one-on-one -on -one coaching so i want to ask you a few questions off of that and then we'll dive into your story man that that because i think your story is very inspirational and i feel like it gets lost in the shuffle we'll say mm -hmm. a lot of times uh with, with people, people that, that don't know your awesome story. I want to ask you some quick questions, basically to hear your feedback. So people, so people out there listening, listening can, can, can hopefully see the value and, and not even just my mastermind, like our mastermind, our one-on-one -on -one that we do, but anybody out there, uh, I also seek education myself. And I think it's a lifetime thing that you have to do. Would you agree? Oh yes. 100%. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I want to ask you a couple questions, Joe, with, uh, one-on-one, -on -one, how was your business before and after it so far? Yep. Cause we've only, we've only been at it for like two, three months, yep. I want to say so far. Correct. So, yep. And you know, I don't want to take away from the business, uh, because it's, uh, something that we've grown at a pace before, but when we started doing the one-on-one -on -one coaching again, it just changes that one direction one time here and there. And next thing I know, um, I feel like this will be the winter where we don't just hibernate. Um, I feel like, and what I've told a couple of clients within the last few days actually is, uh, this is now my off season. This is my time to get things ready to go for February, March and, and so on. Um, so now we're hustling even more harder this year than we have before. Uh, we have a lot more risk that we've taken and we don't want to fail or we don't have any struggles with that. Uh, for example, I have now three employees rather than just the one. So we can't just take breaks. Um, we have to keep ourselves busy. We have to keep the business rolling. Uh, we have to build those extra legs under that table. So in case, you know, if we get a huge winter storm and the detailing slows down, we're not, uh, we're not just, oh my gosh, everyone stay home. You know, we want everyone to still be able to have the opportunity to come to work and, you know, make their money, uh, for, so that they can put food on their table. Um, and then also too, one thing off the top of my head, uh, we've started, you know, a couple other little small side hustles, uh, just to branch off of that. Um, and those are things that we weren't going to do until 2024, 2025. And now it's, well, what's stopping us from doing it. So let's just get it going and, and grow from there. Uh, and within those three months that we've been doing it, we feel like we've made bigger strides, uh, maybe even faster strides of making decisions with our group, uh, our group as an Aaron and I and our business. Um, doing those one-on-ones can build so much confidence and teach us so much more things that we weren't thinking about. Um, so if you want a not the quick change, but just maybe getting you back to reality of, hey, you can do this. Your business isn't you know, done. This isn't the stopping point. Let's keep growing that business. So that's probably the biggest benefit we've gotten from the one-on-ones. I love that, man. And and it's something I believe and I'm very mindful of, uh, you know, if you take somebody's 10, 15, 20 year experience and you put, pour it on to, to what you're doing, uh, you know, it's like a, a cheat code is what, you know, what I like to call it is a cheat code that you get to get to that point fast. Cause otherwise, you know, it could take you the same or more. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, what do you think of the one-on-one -on -one overall? Well, one overall is great. It's built our confidence. It's shined the light on many things that can improve our business. Um, 
it's given me more direction for where we want to be. Anyone can say, I want this to be um, a million dollar business. But if you're just running around doing all kinds of crazy stuff, like Billy just said a second ago, is we can save a bunch of time by getting that one-on-one direction, that coaching. So it's been very helpful in a way that now we have broken down exactly what we want to do and how are we going to get there. Coaching overall, it's great. It's something I look forward to. Um, it's kind of gives me more balance too. Um, I'm never, I never feel like I've been cut down. I feel like it's not the bad. The ideas are never bad ideas is what can we do to grow from those ideas and what are we going to do what can Billy actually do for me to get me in those directions and place where I need to be? Um, some of the stuff, cause I don't want to go too deep into it, but the things that are taught to me are, are things that one, I'm excited to do. Uh, for example, like one of the, the morning routines that I do, um, I was told to take days off, but it's actually harder for me to do that. And again, that has to do with my mindset and it also has to do with um, it's the kind of coaching that I've never had before. So, and uh, what has changed for you since working with me on the one-on-ones? Uh, both Aaron and my both our confidence has grown a lot. Um, a lot of the stuff that I'm taught, it trickles down to her and I. Um, actually, we, Billy, myself, and Billy's wife, Des, uh, we had a dinner, uh, and it was very nice uh, just so she could actually kind of see what we were doing. Uh, everything that I do for my business uh, evolves around uh, what my wife and I come up with. So when I just start doing the one-on-one uh, with Billy, uh, those things have trickled down for her. And I feel like she feels like uh, we're becoming better people in general too. Um, and our marriage is, I'm very happy with our marriage, but at the same time, now we have more direction of how to do this as a, a duo, a lot of good. Um, I've learned that there, I, I do feel like I fail a lot, but it's changed my mindset of it's not really a failure. It's a, it's just a struggle. And how are we going to bounce out of that? Uh, that's been a big thing of mine for the last 30 years. Um, when I would fail before, it would just drag me down and I'd, it'd take me a long time to recover. Now it's it's just a struggle. And what are we going to do to bounce out of it? And you, we don't have time to be playing around, you know, and thinking about failures. And and it's something huge uh, that we talk about a lot. And, and that something that I always like to say is uh it's not a win or lose situation, right? It's a win or struggle. Uh, and then that struggle needs to turn into a lesson. What did you learn out of that? So I love that, man. And that's one thing, Joe, that I, I want to tell you that uh, every single time we talk, whether it's through the one-on-one, the mastermind, you go and take action right away. Whether it was that little quote that we talked about that we kind of had the whole conversation over and then you just go and run with it. So I mm-hmm. I, I love that about you, man. Uh, keep, keep doing that because you're a student just like I'm a student, right? Like I, I, again, nobody knows it all guys. Like education is for a lifetime. And I think it's important, even like this one-on-one we've talked about, you know, Oh, how long, right. Or whatever. But I think it's a lifetime thing. Like, and it doesn't even have to be with me. Like, like, you know, but, you know, but I, I do, do the same, the same with, with some of my coaches. coaches. I'm like, Hey man, like, this is valuable. Like, what, what can we, we do to continue this? Cause, cause I think it's, it's a lifetime thing that anybody listening, uh, whatever you seek for, uh, coach or or some kind of education, make it a lifetime, make it a lifetime thing. Um, what is a key takeaway for you, Joe, from the one-on-one? Key takeaway is that if we have to continue to grow, um, if we just continue going at one pace and one, you know, 
one direction and not doing those pivots, not um, trying to make things happen instead of just game planning. Um, the thing that I've learned to be more confident in is that let's just do it and just figure it out. Let's just take the jump and, you know, if it ends up being a struggle, we'll figure that out. But if not, you know, what, how much greatness can we get out of it? Uh, that's been real big for me. I don't know. I always want more of it. Uh, you know, and I understand everyone's time is valuable, but the times that I do get on a one-on-one uh, with the coaching, again, it's just something I've never had before. Uh, and it's, it. sometimes you got to find the right coach to, you know, uh, get you where you got to go. Uh, you know, I've done one-on-one advice, but when you're actually getting coaching, getting the direction, critiquing what you're doing, uh, it just, sometimes you kind of feel unstoppable. Uh, I know that might sound, you know, crazy, but that's how I feel sometimes uh, a lot more in the last six months than I have, you know, let's say the previous six months. And one to five star rate, how would you rate it? Uh, like I, I've been about that 4.9, five point range. Um, I rate it that high because uh, I feel like it's definitely helped my growth. It's definitely helped me plan things rather than just floating around and trying to figure things out on my own. Um, the reason why it's not a perfect five is because I am still, I've always been a big believer in there's always room for improvement. And if I can help the one-on-ones grow for the next guy, I mean, that'd be an awesome, you know, something I'd be real happy with. Um, but at the same time, uh, we've had conversations where I don't know when Billy's gonna say, Hey, I'm out, you know, we're done here. You know, cause like just certain things, uh, for example, I sometimes have to get physical therapy for injuries on my running and the, my therapist is amazing and she'll tell me you know hey I've, I've done everything i can for you you know which is great that's always you know like my biggest not my worry but it's like i have no intentions of stopping um just like you know if you find the right pro team you just gotta stick with it mm, wow i love that I, i've never heard that one before <laughs> yeah, yeah, find yeah. the right protein you stick with it and that's so true man uh and and it's something important because i think coaching is almost like a lifetime thing right like i've renewed uh you know, my coaching contracts with my own coaches, because it is something that you just, it's literally for a lifetime. Like you got to have somebody that's holding you accountable. That's your success partner. Right. And, um, would you recommend it? Uh, absolutely. Um, and in fact, there's a few people that I've had one-on-one meetings with because they're so intrigued of the growth that we've had. Uh, they've seen the changes that we've made to make our business stronger, to make our family stronger, uh, so then it's the question, well, what have you been doing differently? Well, here are the two main things that I've done differently. So, and that's the mastermind group and the coaching. So, yep, definitely. Uh, my actions speak louder than my words. I've, you know, I've recommended it to at least three people off the top of my head. And I hate to sound repetitive, but you, again, you're part of the family, man. You're part of the get uncomfortable family. And like I said, you're a big piece in there. And uh, you always bring fire. You're, you know, the LFG, man, it became your, your branding name because you said it so many times in there. So with that being said, I want to ask you the same questions uh, for the mastermind though. How, how was your business before and after the mastermind? Yep. Yep. And just, uh, you know, with the mastermind from the beginning, it was again, something new, something uncomfortable. Um, and we felt like our business was great. Um, there was no fear of us, you know, going out of business or anything, but we wanted to level up. We wanted to take the risk. We already believed in Billy from previous conversations and stuff that I've seen on his content. So Aaron, I made a decision, said, yeah, just try it. If it, you know, no offense, but 
we basically said, if this is bad, then we'll just, we're out, you know? And the first week, super uncomfortable. Um, you can, if you could ever see the first video of all of us in that, on that zoom, you can tell everyone's a little shy. There's only one guy that, you know, besides Billy, that was talking, shout out VCG. But as we've grown together um, and started to realize that, Hey, we're all here to help each other. It's just, I feel like my confidence is the main thing that has grown uh, from that group. Um, you can see it in my actions again. Uh, the posting that I do uh, once, no, three, four times a week. I think minimum through the mastermind, it's three times. I do four, sometimes five times a week now uh, without that fear of, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? So, And what do you think of the mastermind overall? Uh, again, another one of those things that we challenge each other so much that the ongoing, I would say humor in it is who's going to quit first. So if you, if everyone's involved that much, it must be something good. It must be something positive. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, I guess I could sleep during that time, but why not get that two hour benefit of it? So overall it's every time I'm done for the night with that mastermind, I don't, I can't sleep. Uh, because I've got so much that I have to digest. I mean, I can take my notes, but then I'm just kind of laying there like, oh my gosh, like we just talked about A, B, and C, and holy cow, I just, you know, I'm almost at the point where I might just start going to my shop after Mastermind <laughs> so I can get all these ideas out of my head. So Love it, love it, man. And uh, we're almost done here. Uh, what is, uh, and actually, what has changed for you since working with the Mastermind? Other relationships. Um Again, we I've learned from the mastermind that sometimes we don't have to strive to have those positive relationships with people that could, could care less about us. Um, there are that core group of guys and gal. Uh, you can see that they believe we believe in each other. So even if I have a struggle with something, it's not like everybody in the room is like, Oh, this guy just failed. No, it's like, Hey, how are we going to help this guy rebound off of this? What can we, what input can we do? What suggestions can we provide? So. Mm, love it. Love it. And, uh, what is one thing or some things you've learned? Um, I've learned more about porches. I've learned more about, uh, home cleaning. You know, I mean, that's just a shout out to those guys' businesses, but I've also learned that it doesn't matter what age you are. Um, in life uh we've got a guy who's 22 years old who i feel like he will be ahead of where i was when i was 22 in the next five years um and then you have a guy who's a little bit older than me who is still growing his business as it is and so that encourages me a lot to that you know there's i have no intention to ever stop growing i'm never going to just settle down love it man and one to five star rate Five star rate uh, again. I'm at that, you know, in that four, four to five range. Uh, again, I, do, I've been late to one meeting, and these are my actions, but I've never missed one. Um, and it doesn't matter if I'm feeling, you know, if I'm under the weather or whatnot. It's something that I'm committed to, without even any kind of hesitation. If we want to change the day, what's fine. We need to adjust and do something where we all meet Saturday morning at six. Wasn't that one time? I don't think anyone batted an eye at it. It's how can we adjust to it? So clearly it's high on my priority list. So love it, man. And would you recommend it? Uh, again, same thing. I've, I've recommended 
uh, to a few people. I've got somebody in mind also just to show where it's evolved is when and if they when and if Billy and Desiree start another one, I've got one uh, that would be a good fit for uh, the direction that they have talked about for that specific mastermind. So. Thank you. I appreciate it. And again, uh, I, I truly appreciate you being part of the family, man. Uh, like I said, you're a big piece of the mastermind. And also, I appreciate you taking the chance on the one-on-one. Uh, and I I can see the growth in you, man. So I am proud of everything that you have accomplished up to, to this point, man. And then this is just the beginning, too. So uh, with that being said, if you could tell us a little bit of where you're from and uh, yeah, let's start with that. Where are you from, yep. man? Yep. So uh, we moved here when I was about four years old to Lincoln. Um, I was actually born in the Philippines. Uh, again, I, I know we, we're going to bring it back to the first time I was here. Uh, I was actually adopted at three weeks old. Uh, so I've already hit the lottery. Um, so there's no uh, waiting for to hit a lottery. I've already hit that three weeks old. Um, and then we moved here to the United States when I was two years old. Uh, to Fremont, Nebraska, and then my dad's uh, jobs changed, and then we moved here to Lincoln and been here ever since. So, and Joe, with that, when when was that seed planted in you for just the or the bug? When did that bug hit you for entrepreneurship? Uh, it depends who you ask. Um, I started my, in my opinion, my entrepreneur in the first grade on a little Apple computer where you, the game was basically a lemonade stand. And I thought that was the coolest thing. You tell me all I got to do is get some sugar, lemons and water, and I can make, you know, five bucks a day. You know, that was a lot of money for me. Um, and I did try that and it failed, <laughs> but, or, you know, at that age, cause I didn't know what I was doing. But since then um, I've done things like a pog stand. I don't know if you remember those little silly things, you know, because I, my dad could drive me to where we can get them. And then I would bring them home to where a lot of kids couldn't get those that transportation there so i would you know sell those uh yeah i've I've always had the entrepreneur bug and then within the last five six years it's like whatever one i want to do now i just you know i try it and figure it out and so there's a couple things i want to digest out of that thing uh and real quick if you could let us know where before we get to your to the big things that you've been doing now, uh, where were you working at before and what was that mindset then? Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Uh, so I worked at the for state corrections for 12 years. Uh, and if you ask anybody, it's usually the comment is, you know, love the people, just not the best environment. Um, it, it definitely felt nine to five, you know, wake up in the morning, get there, do what you do when you're off of work, the, something that's a big change today is when I would get off work, uh, I would just turn on the TV and fall asleep for an hour or two. Cause I just be mentally drained. Um, you know, you know, when your vacations are coming, you're counting down your week, you know, you're, you're working for the weekend, um, tight group of people that you can work with, but sometimes that's just not enough for me. Um, also it's, it's the structure of, you know, that W2 job. I want to make a change to make something better. You know, I'm just, you know, you got to know your rank um, and then you got to bring it to different levels of people. And you, you do have to respect why they say no. Um, And when you don't, that's just, you're just kind of burying yourself, I guess. Uh, And that's just something I got used to doing. Uh, You come up with an idea, you get shot down, come up with an idea. Sometimes it it doesn't get shot down and it's great. um, But at the same time, there's a lot more no's than yes. And I, I think that's 
where I've I've made my pivot. So if and I, we'll call it comfortable, right? Like you were comfortable, and that's one thing that we strive for uh, when we speak. I, I always like to tell people that you have to say happy. You can't say, "Oh, I'm comfortable." No, you're happy where you're at. But let's get uncomfortable to the to get to the next level because there's always that next level. Once you climb that mountain, you go to the next one and the next one. And if you're not doing that, you're not growing. You're not living to your potential. You're not looking for your purpose. And the people that don't look for purpose are the people that worry more in life. And so it's important to have some kind of purpose that you're always pursuing. So it, and that's definitely a definition of your story, man. Uh, so let let's. I want you to. Think back to the time when you made that decision, like, okay, I'm done with this nine to five. Mm -hmm. You know, what were you feeling? And, and you know, how, how was, was that, that day? day? Like, like what, 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 what did you tell your boss? And mm -hmm. yeah, well, what I told my boss, if I could do it differently, I probably, then it was, I was so terrified. I was getting, I was quitting my career. Um, so I actually just, uh, I wrote my two weeks notice and then, uh, cause I would get there two or three hours before uh, she would. I literally put that uh, two weeks notice under her under her door, and then I went and did my you know my traveling for for the job. Um, if, again, the person I am now, there's no reason to do that. I, I, if I could do that differently, I would have walked in and said, "Hey, this is what I want to do. This is the direction I'm pursuing." You know, you could not like it, or make fun of me, or make a joke out of it, but you know, at least I stand behind my what I want to do. Uh, that's definitely um, definitely terrified. Uh, then I got a lot of negative feedback, a lot of questions of, you know, why are you doing something that has provided for you for the last 12 years? Uh, it's not a bad job, is it? No, it's a great job. It's a great paying job, actually. And the benefits are great. But at the same time, my growth had stopped. Um, and it was just time. Uh, again, the mental, uh, just mental drain that it could do. Um, it was just not for me anymore. So, so what, what was, uh, what was it like? Because you own a, and actually I'll let you tell kind of what your business is about. Yep. Uh, so when we decided that we were going to leave corrections and start a business, I actually wasn't sure which business I was going to go with. Uh, I had about three different ones I had in mind. So I basically just had three different, uh, documents and started writing out which ones would work best for me and which ones could I afford. Uh, and basically we ended up the, the detailing side, auto detailing, uh, prevailed and it looked like we had some opportunities that people were willing to help us with. And we just took it and we ran and basically we just weathered the storm and hope for the best. So, and then, yeah, here we are five years later, still growing. And, uh, I think we're doing, I think we're doing okay. So what was the biggest fear for you then that I'd have to go back, um, the biggest fear was you're going to quit and you're going to do this for three weeks, three months, three years, and then it's something's going to happen. And are you sure you want to do this? Because even today, if this all fails, that's probably going to be the first place that I would go back to because it's comfortable and it's going to be where I need to regroup. Um, and that's why we're, you know, that's why we're growing to where if something does happen. We don't have to do that. Um, but yeah, that's the the biggest thing from the beginning how was it like starting like did you have the building that you have now where nope. your office is nope. no uh it was uh one we were very blessed to get that opportunity that space uh it was three walls and a garage door uh it was a storage unit for a company and 
we cleaned it all up and we had running water, we had electricity and we had different kinds of lighting and we just grinded every single day. Um, there are times where we were going way above and beyond because we were hoping that it would take us to the next step. Um, and then since then we moved to a location where I don't have to share a bathroom with the common area of the whole building. Uh, we have our own bathroom. I have my own office. I have a clean area, you know, type deal. So we've definitely made strides. And within the last year, actually, uh, we bought that suite. So again, we're just continuing to take those risks, take those, uh, those chances. And, uh, clearly we run the numbers and so we know it's a good fit, but at the same time, what are we going to do to make sure that we're continually growing? So if it's buy a suite or offer to buy the suite next door, we, we might do that next. I don't know. Love it. Love it, man. There's definitely a, a lot of growth happening, man. I'm, I'm excited to see it. And uh, so let, let's take it back a little bit uh, with your dad. You mentioned your dad. Uh, what is one thing that your dad taught you that to this day you kind of live by that? Mm -hmm. um, the one thing jumping out at me right now, if you want to take a position, whether it's in sports or in business or whatever, you have to do whatever it takes for that position to be yours. What? So if I want to be the best entrepreneur, I need to do everything possible to make it so it's nobody else's. It's my job. It, nobody else can take that from me. Uh, basically, it started... Uh, just some fun intramural baseball. You know, I wanted to play one position and it was two guys that are better. And uh, he, that's what he taught me was you need to do everything possible. So this way, if it doesn't work out, because I think he kind of knew wasn't the most athletic kid, you did everything that you could possibly do. So if I want to own a detail shop, do not let other people determine that fate you need to make sure that you're doing everything that you can to make sure that that does not fail so this way if it does fail you did everything possible mm. love it love it man and then let's fast forward a little bit with your story so the shop uh you you got the shop opened and now you got into real estate too mm -hmm. uh if you could how, how did that bug bit you yep um it it bit me back actually in around 2012 i was living in my house and it's like man what if i fix this up and rent it out and go buy a different house um and then again you just kind of take it back the naysayers or whatnot you know well how are you gonna do a b and c so then i just fizzled it out um and then as we built our shop um that's one thing that i'm very happy about i get to network almost every single day and i had one or two, three, four people say, yeah, actually I do real estate and this is what I do. And I'm like, man, I, I really should get back on that and see what we can do. Um, and then, so it's one of those having those conversations and everything. And now we are actually on our second flip. So um, it's nothing, you know, nothing to be shy about. Uh, it's something we enjoy doing and every ever since we started doing it, I, I feel like I am, I'm still learning uh, something every day. So that's yeah, where that bug is at. I want to make that clear that uh, you're, you're a student, right? Like you're, you've always, and, and it's something that I, I'm always mindful of myself. And mm -hmm. that, that's, I feel like since I met you, that was one thing that stood out for me was uh, just knowing that, no, I'm a student first, but I'm willing to learn because I'll tell you what, you know, all the transactions that I've done now myself, like every, 
single like the latest ones i'm working on i'm learning man like mm-hmm. there's something i'm learning out of each one there's never a time when you're like oh i know it all and so with the first one uh how was that moment man and and i know in the past you've touched on even then having some naysayers right like where you were like oh no i probably wouldn't buy this house or right. whatever yeah um it was definitely an experience uh a lot of little bumps in the road that i know that a more experienced person could could have handled easily um again we aaron and i set some ground rules on we wanted to make sure that our time was still viable so we we kind of we sort of just part-timed it and we still do pretty much part-time with the real estate stuff so we definitely hire out more um it's no secret i'm not the most handy man anyhow um but we're still learning you know the biggest thing is for me that i enjoy learning is the terminology um there's there are many texts where i say something completely wrong and then i get corrections like oh man if i would have just known then we could have saved five or ten minutes of a text conversation because that's due to my lack of knowledge so and i love that man uh you what one of the things that i want to mention on there you said you do it part-time and you know quote unquote i think you know from a third person looking in man i want to give you props for kind of being behind it instead of in it right it's something that we talk about all the time in any business and uh it's something that i had to fight myself you know to the last two three years of running my real estate business is how can we step away and and it's something that you've been mindful of uh can you tell me a little more about that if you could elaborate about how you kind of just jumped Jumped into it that way yep um what's crazy is i didn't know the term that i wanted to use until i caught let's take it back to the mastermind um sometimes you gotta work on the business rather than for the business and considering we never want to take away from the detail side of it the detail shop we had to force our hand to work on it um if I were to focus more on the real estate, then we would be losing out on opportunities. We'd be hurting the Nebraska auto detail business. So we had to really just force ourselves to work um, on the real estate side of it, um, knowing that we only had so much time to make it a priority. Now, that doesn't mean that if something comes up, we say, you know, there are times where we have to make the real estate stuff a priority. Um, You can't ignore certain things, but at the same time, if it can wait until the next business day, we're not as, we will definitely go that route rather than, you know, just jumping on every little thing. Um, we're very adamant about our, our time being uh, important to us. So um, doing those two businesses alone of all of our little side hustles and everything that we do, those are the top two. So we definitely wanted to make sure that we weren't, you know, um, we definitely give props to the guys who, you know, can, do an all-nighter and work on a house. Um, it's just something we chose not to do because, again, our time is valuable to us and we never wanted to, you know, take that away from ourselves. So, Love it, man. Love it, love it. And the first one that you did, uh, what, what what were the numbers on that one? What And, and if you could give us one lesson that sticks out right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, with both of these, because like I said, I'm still a student of the game. Um, we have no... It was kind of taught to me that if you make even just a thousand dollars off of it, and if you learned a bunch, you got paid for an education. Uh, for the numbers wise, on the first one, I think we made fifteen thousand off of it. Um, 
And that's a rough number because uh, at that time I was kind of putting funneling money from all my, you know, personal accounts and my business accounts and, you know, savings accounts and stuff like that. But uh, that's about where we're, I'm pretty confident. We made about 15,000, um, got a lot of help, got a lot of guidance on that one. And then this one here, uh, I'm not sure on the numbers yet, but I know for a fact we won't be under. So I'm definitely proud of that um, because it was a lot of times where people in the room that were very experienced, like, you know, you might not make money on this one. And I don't think there was a time where Aaron and I lost any sleep on that. Like as long as, you know, we did again, did everything we could to make sure that we're learning something and don't go too negative. And if we do, we'll figure it out. Uh, that's just the other thing that I kind of love about real estate. You'll figure it out. And if you don't, then that's kind of on you, you know? Yeah. So. No, and, and I definitely, because I, I was at both of those projects myself, we, we did even some construction stuff, uh, you know, and I, I want to say that that second one, uh, you you looked a little worried uh, at the at the very beginning of it. Uh, and so if you could maybe touch on that, what was kind of like, what was going through your mind and, and how did you work through that to kind of get to at this point where you... yeah. You're very, very confident, confident saying, saying, hey, you know what, it'll work out. And, and I love that because yeah. I think positivity is definitely something, you know, if you start being negative, then it's going to happen. And okay. if you be positive, it's going to happen yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one, I think it just clicked. For the last 15 minutes, I've been super uncomfortable. Um, and I think my heart rate's falling down, so now I can really focus on my answers. So we might do some editing here. Um, that second house, it was no secret. Um, you, I've talked to guys in the mastermind about it. I called Billy. I was about, and I was about ready to say, just, I'll give you money to get this house, this house out of me. Um, again, this goes back to the coaching. This goes back to the mastermind. There were people in that group that said, do not quit. This is not an option. You're not going to sell it for under what it's worth. So you can go work on the next one. Cause I was, I was at the point where I wanted to, sell it under, lose a bunch of money and work on the next one because I saw the growth that the mastermind was doing, the growth that the one-on-ones were doing. And I wanted to just hit the reset button and just figure, you know, again, figure it out. But I had people in that group that said, no, you have a ways to go. It's fine. Um, you're going to learn a ton about this. Um, we were thinking we were going to be done in three months with this house for some crazy reason, who knows. But then about month one, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a six month deal, seven month deal. I don't want to do it. I want to lose on the opportunity. But again, with them pushing me, um, we kind of just knocked things down one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Um, I actually just went to the property yesterday to do some, get some evaluations on some stuff. And I feel way better about it. Um, our numbers look better, as I said earlier. But the house looks already night and day different. And we're, you know, we still probably have about 25% left to do on it. So that first 25% we had to do, it was uh, very, uh, very heartbreaking would have been a, a good word for it. Yeah. So. And, and you know what, Joe, if you don't mind me sharing, there was a, a point where me and you had a conversation, right? Where uh, I basically gave you a different number than what you were thinking for the actual ARV of that property. And the point that I want to make guys is, uh, and it's something that I've been mindful myself. I, I I'm doing this to the people that have been there for myself. And one thing, uh, those of you who are listening, if you could think back to a time where, you know, somebody changed your life and, 
and it didn't maybe seem at that point, I, I'm kind of getting deeper into the, the house, but uh, basically, if you can pinpoint when somebody maybe gave you some advice or gave you that extra push that you needed at the time, whatever, whatever the time might be, I want you guys to go back to that moment and be thankful uh, because I feel like, and the reason why I'm using that example, Joe, is because even just that conversation that we had, and I want to say it was part of the one-on-one, -on -one, and it's crazy because at that time it might not seem like it, but that conversation alone potentially made you 10, 20 grand, right? Like, exactly. and, and I think we forget that. Uh, I think a lot of people forget that, and it's something that I even recently, uh, you know, when I started my construction business, for example, I'm going back to the people that were around me at that time that are still around because if it wasn't, it wasn't for them, them this construction, construction thing, probably, you know, it was just a thought, right? Like I, that extra push they gave me. And now if you look back seven years of this construction company, if you add the numbers, right, like you would hope that it's been climbing up and, and it has. And because of that seed that was planted by that person. So I feel like it's uh, for those of you listening, think back at what, you know, if you started a business because of that one person pushing you or you start or whatever it is, um, you know, it reminds me also of just like this concept of books, for example, every time I open a book, I'm going in my head, I'm going in there like, okay, this book better teach me how to make a million dollars, right? Like, and it doesn't happen tomorrow after you read it, if you read it in one day, even, uh, but you know, it could be five years from now, it'll click and be like, whoa, you know what? That so anyways, uh, mm -hmm. I it go it just reminded me of that conversation yep. and, and just anybody listening, be mindful of that. I don't know if you have anything to yep. elaborate with that. Yep. Uh, let's uh, bring it back to the the detail, the auto detailing. Um, like Billy is saying, that moment, what moment, yeah. you know, and take yourself back to that. It's it's ingrained in my head. Uh, the day that I told my girlfriend that I think I want to start my own business and quit corrections. Um, you with me on that one? And when she looked at me and said, "Let's do it. Let's just figure it out," you know, um, she said, "I'm behind you on this. If it fails, you have a backup plan." Yep, I'll go back to corrections. She said, "I think that'll strengthen our our relationship." And I will. Me personally, I am forever grateful for my wife for that. Um, she did not have to take that leap. She knew that it was going to be a lot of bumps and and you know on the road um shoot i think we were dating for only about three or four months and now we've been married about three or four years um a little bit of nervous i'd have to do the math but um it's been it's been great and then if we want to talk about the real estate um that going back to when we first decided to start on it um i think it was uh it was a lunch with you know good you know there's about four or five specific people that uh have definitely changed uh, the direction where I want to be. Um, and of those four or five people, some of them I hardly talk to now, but of the other three or four, you know, it's been great because I can, uh, I can always remember exactly when I talked to them about it. And when I said, Hey, I think I'm about to buy, you know, my first flip. Um, the, one of the big names I do, you know, Josh Nix is like, yeah, man, do it. It'll change your life. And the first one's the hardest one. Um, and maybe the second one could be the hardest one. And he was definitely spot on on that one. Um, and then I remember where I was when I had lunch with uh, Billy and Desiree, when I told them, you know, Hey, I think this is what I want to flipping is great, but I had this sit down conversation with them. I wasn't paying for one-to-ones wasn't in the mastermind, but when they sat me down and were like, why don't you think about a, B and C. And then if you think those are a good fit for you, then 
who knows where you'll go with this. And those are the two that are jumping out at me right now. I, w- I want to kind of continue with your story. One thing that I wanted to touch on, Joe, was, and I've kind of told you off air, and and it's something that I've told you over and over, you know, when we've had conversations is uh, you remind me of me a lot because uh, I, I, you know, and with my, and I can only speak from my experience, I had a lot of wrong people around me, uh, you know, certain times, you know, even a year ago, even 10 years ago, right? Like five years ago. And so with that being said, I know that affected my confidence a lot. Uh, and so I wanted to hear your, your opinion on that because, uh, your confidence, I feel like has leveled up, uh, and, and if you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it has. So if you could give me some feedback on that. Yep. Uh, again, if we want to take it back to the mastermind, that was one of the first things we did was shooting videos. Um, and then I was able to kind of take the advantage of that. Uh, if you watch my first one, it was, you know, not nowhere near as where I'm at today. Um, so the confidence of just being able to get in front of a camera and do it repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. I feel like I've gotten better at it as time has gone. I agree, man. And it's funny because, uh, you know, you always hear people that say like, Oh, I don't have time for social media. Right. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I got a business to run. Mm -hmm. And with me, it's like, uh, yeah, you're running your business to the ground if you're not on social media. And I, and I think it's important. Uh, and, and I, it's something that, that, you know, it, it just, bugs me when people make those comments or just kind of like oh I'm, because at the end guys if you've been under a rock otherwise social media is here to stay and it, and it's a way to we were just talking about it earlier that you know think of any a lot of places you want to visit nowadays on vacation it's because they went viral on the social media youtube and guess what or not even youtube tiktok or whatever other social media outlet out there they're getting businesses from people worldwide because of that one video or that one picture that went viral. People want to visit that place. So social media can literally change your business. And that's in a bigger scale, but I think locally, I think uh, on any scale, I mean, social media is a thing. So better get on it. And I, and I, I think that's something that you have done recently because even the whole Joe PLFG, man, how did that come about? Because before it was just Joe, right? Like just Joe Perez, but now, you know, you, you have your branding going and all that. Uh, why? Uh, why we decided to do that? Um, well, it started actually with the mastermind. Um, that first meeting, we, uh, were about ready to wrap it up. Everyone was nervous. Everyone was trying to get each other going. Um, and I remember Billy said something, to kind of close it out and i remember just feeling that positiveness with the group and i remember just very out loud saying let's freaking go and it probably wasn't freaking and i remember seeing a couple faces on the zoom like who is this dude he didn't say about six words and then that was when you bring it to now when we were trying to think of a good you know good brand name um i remember that moment specifically and i wanted to bring that bring that energy back every single time. So I love it, man. And, uh, yeah. And, and I want to hear your feedback on the confidence thing that I talked about earlier. Like I said, uh, and, and I posted, uh, something last time on my Instagram that, uh, I know you reshared and you were kind of like, man, that, and, and, you know, it basically said it took a long time to understand that in order to fully embrace my worth, I had to first let go of those who did not value me. 
And again, with my experience, it might have taken two decades before I did it, a decade, five years. And and like I said, even within the last year, I've been very mindful of that and kind of just watching who I'm hanging around with. Uh, what, and, and again, it plays the position with confidence. Uh, what have you done differently that have boosted your confidence? Mm-hmm. Uh, the videos is the big thing um, and taking the risk. Those are the two things that have really built my confidence. Um, knowing that, you know, I probably have, you know, there's still probably a handful of negative people there that could comment on there and bash what I'm doing, but then changing my mindset on look at the 40 or 50 people that like it and look at the people that have reached out to me privately on, you know, Hey, I love your videos. I love what you're doing. You know, you're trying to, you're working on something called uh, picture positive. Um, so that right there has changed my mindset on, you know, Hey, I can do this. And, um, my confidence has never been as high as it has been uh, lately. And I feel like I've accomplished a lot and now I feel like there's so much more I can accomplish. So, uh, yep, that's my main thing about how love it's it. changed. Yeah. I love it. Love it, man. And, uh, recently you even started a YouTube video, your videos have gotten better. So, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, and that's, that's the whole the point, point of this, right? right? Like, like we're, we're supposed, supposed to, to grow. grow. Like yeah. it goes, it goes back, back to that. that. So I, I love that, that man. man. And, um, overall, what, what, uh, and, and I want to ask you this question, uh, right now, picture yourself being 90 years old. Mm-hmm. What are the most thing that you're proud of? Yep. The main thing too, is, uh, I'm most proud of is I'll be proud of the business that we've built together. My wife and I, I'll be proud that we were able to embrace the challenges that have been given to us now. You know, I think 40, 50 years from now, we're going to look back on it. Like, man, that really helped us grow and helped us get to the goals that we wanted then and look where we are at now. So, and I honestly think I still be also be doing a lot of this stuff when I'm 90. I hope too. So. Love it, man. Yeah. Cause if you're not doing, working on anything, you're, you're literally dying, man. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Love that. And, uh, overall Joe, uh, now between, you know, the real estate stuff, your shop and all that, like what, how are you managing your time? We'll say like, what are some mm-hmm. practices that you have to manage time? Yep. Uh, one, get up earlier. That's, I think a big, you know, life hack. Um, that's the best time management. Um, also to not being afraid to delegate, um, again, just to go back to my employees, they are amazing workers and they're amazing people. I know I can lean on them, um, to help me with the detailing side. So that way I can manage my time and work on the business to make the business grow. And what are some practical things that you're doing to grow your business right now? Right now, uh, we're really focusing on the marketing. Uh, we're focusing on changing what more we can offer um, with the knowledge of us continually learning off of each other. Uh, we're going to be able to offer more value in the business for our clients and customers. So that's one thing that we've been trying to, again, improve on. And I think we're going in the right direction. What's happiness to you, Joe? What's happiness to me um, is knowing that I can go to bed at night, knowing that I've accomplished everything that I can for the day, um, knowing that we didn't cut any, you know, bad corners. Um, we've definitely had things taken shortcuts to make things improve. But at the same time, we didn't, you know, do something evil to do that. Um, we try to keep as much stuff honest as we can. So even like the, the 
the picture positive or the videos we shoot, uh, that's coming from our, my heart. I mean, I might get the idea from a book, but um, I won't go on camera and talk about it unless I don't, unless I believe in it. So. And it's something that we talked about as being authentic, right? Like being, being yourself. And, and I think that's something that a lot of people have a problem with um, anybody listening, be authentic. Anytime you post something on social media or, any of that just be yourself because the truth always comes out at the end guys and you know it, me i've experienced it myself i've seen it firsthand where it's like they might say something and then a year later it's like hold on didn't you you know and, and that's where people don't buy your brand they don't buy what you do so i think if you're just being yourself you literally the world is yours uh do you have something to elaborate with that yeah um i think that uh I don't even know. I, I'm pausing. Sorry. <laughs> you're, authentic, you're, you're so authentic. I get, you don't even yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, I just get so excited about what I want to say. And then it's like 50 other things go across my mind, but yeah, I mean, exactly what Billy says. If, if you're not yourself, it's going to catch up to you. Um, and people have, people have questioned that because I have changed over the last, let's say year, you know, that's not the same guy that, you know, that I talked to a year ago. Well, things have changed and I, I, I kind of like this, you know, the direction I'm going. So I want to keep, keep it going i guess so yeah i love that man and and i think uh one thing i always preach is you know every day you should be a different person like tomorrow i can't be the same billy that i am today like i need to be on that growth to where you know what can i do to improve myself mm -hmm. and i think that that's one of the biggest issues in the world we'll say is that most people don't look at life that way and if they did it the world would be a better place right so, so I love that you have that attitude of growth, man. And uh, if if you could give me, we'll say like top three things that you've done, because the last time we had a recorded conversation with you was about a year ago. What are some like, we'll say three things that are different now or, or that you've practiced differently to kind of be where you're at now? Mm -hmm. uh, big first one is right when I wake up, my morning routine. Um, that has been a huge game changer for me. Um, number two, not sacrificing uh, physical fitness. Um, that's definitely been, uh, I took a, a long time off from running and that's a passion of mine. So that'll lead into number three. Um, the things that we're passionate about, don't sacrifice that for, uh, you know, things. I mean, it's definitely cool to try new things, but if you're still passionate about running, you don't want to let that go. If you're still passionate about detailing, don't let that go. Um, and those are the, the my top three, I think. I love that, man. And uh, as much as I hate it, Joe, we have to wrap it up. Yeah, I know you got, you got things that you got to go, go do. do. Uh, but at the last end, uh, towards the end of the show, I always ask the same questions to everybody. And uh, the first question that I have for you is, if you were to look back at your younger self, what would be some advice you would give yourself right now that you've learned? Yeah, um, I, I thought about that. And uh the advice I'd give myself is uh, you're not going to be given the same opportunities as everybody else, but you need to embrace that and be fine with it. Um, you, you can't just beat yourself up over it and blame A, B, and C. So just keep riding that that ride, knowing that eventually the opportunity might not come to me, but if I make the opportunity happen, then that's where we're going to get our biggest success. Love it, man. Love it, love it. And uh I wrote The Power of Being Uncomfortable, right? The book is out now. So anybody that hasn't checked it out, make sure you guys check it out. And if you haven't listened to the audiobook, it's something I always forget to mention. The audiobook is out there too. So 
check that out too because I think it's part of the program. Like if you read the book, listen to the audio. If you listen to the audio, read the book. Uh, what is one way that comes to your head right away, Joe, that you have gotten uncomfortable that paid off? practice the power being uncomfortable first things first the audio book i highly recommend um anytime we go on a flight that's what we put in is those earbuds on our in our earbuds is the power being uncomfortable the audiobook it brings so much more value um again i get distracted when i read but if it's in there and the way that billy does the cuts in and out of some of the music you put on there is amazing uh, sorry, I just gave the big Appreciate plug, it, but at the same, so I kind of forgot the question because I wanted to make sure I got that out there on the <laughs> audio book. So the question is, what is one way that you've, and I appreciate that by the way, uh, what is one way that you have practiced the power of being uncomfortable that has paid off? This is going to be kind of a silly one, but, uh, eating different foods. Um, if I go to a pizza joint, it's always, it's always been maybe one or two different types. Now it's, let's look at some of these that are just weird and crazy and, there's times where just like out of the book, if you haven't read it, um, sometimes it fails and it's like, oh man, we need to go hit a burger stand. But at the same time, there have been some things that we have tried, uh, a crab ragoon pizza, who's not tried that. And that's pretty, pretty good. And it's a nice little go-to every now and then. Uh, so where's that at, man? Uh, it's that one on 48th and uh, Leighton, I think that uh, Abe's, I don't know what it's called, but it's pretty cool joints. So Man, I love that. I'm gonna have to try it. Yeah. And it's something that I, I love that, man. And again, I go back to your story that anytime you learn something or that one quote hits you, you take action. And and that that's why this growth has happened. And like I said, even I'm, and I'm basing it off of you in the last recording that we did to the one now, like it, you could see the growth and it's because of that. Keep that, keep, keep doing that, man. It's, it's, it's definitely, definitely that I'm mindful, mindful of myself. myself. I know it's worked for myself. myself. So, um, and, and I do talk about it in the book that anytime you go to a restaurant, get excited and try something new, right? Like nine times out of 10, it's going to pay it off. And there is going to be that one time where you're like, eh, I wouldn't try it again, but you know what? You tried it. And, and that's the whole point of this is it's growth. Like you at least know more things, more tastes, right? Than most people, because most people go to a restaurant and they, and they even take pride in that. Like, oh, you already know what I want. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's that comfortable. So uh, I love that. And uh, Joe, if there were three steps to success, what are the three steps? If you do these three things, you're not going to fail in life. Mm -hmm. One, get started. Um, you, We could sit here and bounce ideas off each other for the next six months um, while there's a, two other guys who are just one of them just trying it. Uh, so get started. Two, know that there's going to be bumps in the road that are going to make you want to go home, cry, and not want to come back to whatever you want to be. Um, but you got to keep pushing. You've got to keep learning. You've got to keep asking for advice. Um, and three, continue education. It's no secret. I'm not big on actual schools. Um, that's not how I've learned very well, but getting coaching or sitting down with somebody and not picking their brain, provide them value so that they can give you value back. Um, that is what has got me to where I'm going. And I feel like those are the top three things um, that are going to continue to help my growth because I do, I start new side hustles probably about every other, every other week, every other month. Um, and so I guess the fourth one is it's okay for it to not work out and just work on the next thing. Love it, man. Love it. Love it. And uh, if you were to write a book, uh, Joe, what would be the theme title of it? Well, I'm pretty sure uh, if anyone knows what it's going to be, it's going to be Let's Freaking Go. Uh, and it's basically going to be 
what can we do to encourage you and what steps to take to get that encouragement, that positivity, knowing that things don't always work out, but we can always bounce back out of it. So mm, love it. Love it, man. And, uh, where can people find you? Yep. Uh, we're on all social media. So we're, um, the Joe P LFG is really taking off on Instagram. We have a YouTube channel that we are up to a 26 subscribers, hoping to have a hundred before the end of the year. Uh, and then you can always find me on Facebook as well. Uh, just Joe Perez. Um, and then if you're looking at our business sides, everything Nebraska auto detail. So boom, love it, love it, man. Well, I want to thank you, Joe, for mm -hmm. coming on, man, uh, and sharing some of the knowledge that you've acquired throughout the years, man. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, again, keep being you, man, and, and you're going to get far, man. Yep. Yep. And I appreciate it. And thanks to you, everybody. Um, it's been again, going off of one year, uh, from the last time we met up, I feel like we have doubled our knowledge of where we want to be and where we're going. So, yep. And I could see it, man. So, uh, proud of you, man. Proud of you. So anybody out there listening, make sure you guys uh, screenshot where you're listening to right now. So if you're on Spotify listen, uh, listening, then screenshot that. If you're on Apple Podcasts, screenshot that. Google, wherever you're listening or YouTube. And then tag me and Joe and Million Dollar Hustle Pod at Million Dollar Hustle Pod. And then we're going to reshare it. Um, other than that, make sure you guys subscribe to my channel. Billy the Kid, D-H-A-K-I-D-D. Go to BillyTheKid.com, leave me your email. And I'm going to mail you a free, free autograph CD. CD. Can't get, get any better, better than, than that. that. So, so with, with that, that being said, said let's, let's freaking go. Let's, let's freaking uh, go. Keep it going, you gotta trust the process You be who you hang with and you hanging out with bosses To hang with us, you gotta be stable And it's a must to bring something to the table